Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Geek Out, hosted by Those Guys Geek. I'm Steve. I'm Jason. And uh, as you can see this week, uh, Chris actually decided to uh, to go to Florida this week and leave us all here with the cold and the snow. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, yes. So here in my area where I'm in Newfoundland, I got a lot. So much so that I texted Chris to tell him to not come back because I'm pretty sure New, New Brunswick got most of it, and I'm pretty sure New Brunswick is gone now. But either way, we do have some news, and like we do every single week, we're going to talk about our top three stories, and I'm going to get Jason to hop right into it with some Nintendo news. Jason, what happened this week with Nintendo? Yeah, so Nintendo had some pretty big announcements this week. Uh, they announced a partnership with Japanese mobile company DENA. Uh, not sure if I'm saying that correctly. It could be DINA. Uh, it's Big D, Little E, Capital NA. I just said DNA. Yeah, maybe that's it. I don't know. Maybe I should have looked that up. But yeah, anyway, huge news. They announced a partnership with them to uh, create mobile games for smartphones using Nintendo IP. So uh, pretty big, all things considered. Nintendo's been very much against going into the smartphone market. Uh, they've talked about you know, many times saying we're going to stay away from that. We want to focus on our own stuff, mostly because I think they just didn't want to compete with their own portable hardware. They saw the smartphone market as being in direct competition. Um, now, apparently, they've had a change of heart. The, the big announcement, too, as well from that or the big talk is uh, they're not going to port existing titles to the phone. So you won't see, like, 3DS, Super Nintendo, Wii U games. You won't see them ported over to smartphones. These will be brand-new games. And that, specifically, is probably... You know, to prevent them from tar- uh, from competing with their own their own hardware. So, exactly, yeah, yeah. The first one you're going to expect to see probably later this year, uh, which is you know who knows what it'll be. They haven't really said for sure. Uh, aside from that, they also talked about a new service system, which is in development to augment and or replace their Nintendo Network ID uh, system. Oh, uh, how much experience you've had with that. I have a Wii U. I find it really aggravating that I can't go to a friend's house like I can on my Xbox or my PlayStation and just sign into my account and carry over what I've been doing on that console. I'm, I'm, I'm tied to my to my existing hardware, which is a bit unfortunate. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think you have a Nintendo console, so I don't... Um, no, I haven't had a Nintendo console well, aside from the DS that I had there a little while ago. Um, I haven't had a Nintendo console in a while, uh, mainly because myself personally, I've lost I've lost faith in the big end, man. Um, I, I I have no faith in Nintendo right now in terms of hitting the core the core market. I believe that if they looked at and a lot of people say this, you know, Nintendo doesn't need to focus on the West. I I completely disagree. Um, they they're another company that is doing it really well is PlayStation right now. PlayStation focuses on the West and the, the East, and they do very well. And they make their money in both markets. You know, they sell their JRPGs in Japan, and they do very well. They sell some here in the West, but you know, they have the markets laid out. I do not think Nintendo does very well in the Western market in terms of how they approach their product. I mean, this is the the Godfather and. I would love to see Nintendo come out with a system that is the same level as the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One because then I might actually want to buy it. But, I mean, the only reason I have to buy a Wii U right now is the new Zelda game. And spending $350 on a new system just to play one game 
is it's not worth it in my eyes. So for me, I've just I've lost faith. So I'm I'm pretty excited about the mobile games. I'm not gonna lie. I do hope that you know they they do release. Once again, I think that's more so of the reason why the the reason why they're not doing that is because they don't want to compete with themselves. So I mean. Honestly, the biggest the biggest thing that Nintendo has going for it in the West right now is the Nintendo DS. But I don't know, I don't know. They need to release a new system. Well, and I mean, I don't know if I agree that I've totally lost faith in them. I think I think the Wii U had a few missteps that I'm surprised they had. I I expected they would have learned some lessons from the 3DS launch, but uh, I mean, I think their big loss on that console is marketing. You know. It amazes me how many people don't realize that the Wii U is actually a new console. They think it's an added peripheral to the Wii. I think that's part of the reason why they lost a bit. But I don't know. I would never consider Nintendo down and out. They they know what they're doing. They've been around worse things than this. So I mean, well, let let let, let me rephrase that just a little bit. Um, it's not that I haven't. I've lost faith in Nintendo as a company in 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 bringing out hardware and good games because i mean they do release good games for the people that want to play them i've lost faith in nintendo in terms of okay i'll put it to you this way when the nintendo 64 came out and the nintendo 64 was the system to get every single game came out for nintendo 64 it was the system even when the PlayStation came out and that PlayStation was boasting better graphics, better games, I still wanted the Nintendo 64 because that is where the games were. When the GameCube came out, that is where the games were then. You know, Resident Evil 4 came out on the GameCube exclusively first. It didn't it didn't come out until the play when the PlayStation 2 came out until I still wanted my GameCube. I was still playing the games on the GameCube, but then I started to realize that PlayStation had a little bit better graphics and a little bit better games because they started to appeal to the core gamer and give the core gamer what they want. The core gamer wants an all-around entertainment system to be able to get their TV, to be able to get the good games, to get the big software. They don't want 24 different variations of fucking Mario. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm really passionate about this because I do want to see Nintendo succeed. I would love to have a Nintendo system in my living room. It's just, I need a reason to buy it. And that reason, unfortunately, Zelda is not that big of a reason. So I don't know. I, I, think, I think Nintendo's first-party titles are where they have a big... They always sell well, regardless. I mean, which is big. Like, Mario always sells big. I'm sorry. I know you think that the core gamer probably doesn't want it, but Mario titles are fun. I, I have Mario titles... I think as a... I, sorry, I, I just think as a gamer... As a gamer, someone who wants to play games, playing four or five different variations with the same character, I don't think that's good uh, gaming. Now, I don't. I don't think. It's, I, I honestly don't think it's any different than six different Call of Duties or six different Assassin's Creed or you know anything like that. It's it's the same idea. People rehash their existing franchises. Nintendo's just been doing it better and for longer. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's some, I mean, I can definitely agree with you there, you know, and I mean, it's just for me, I just want to see Nintendo get back to the, get back to the days of the Nintendo 64 and saying, man, I want a Nintendo system. I, I, I will agree on this. I think gamers in general, I mean, Nintendo with the Wii, they put out a console that appealed to a very wide market and it sold incredibly well. The Wii U is a bit of a flop on a marketing point, and I think another big sticking point for it is 
the hardware itself is underpowered, and I think gamers and consumers in general pay attention to that. They know the Xbox and the PlayStation are more powerful. They, you know, they see those numbers. And the other problem is that Nintendo doesn't view themselves as competition for those two consoles, but they need they need to look at themselves like that. And hopefully, I mean, let's move on to their other big announcement. They have announced that a new console is in development. This, mm-hmm. this isn't really a big surprise. They kind of chatted about this a while back, but they have come out and confirmed. It has the codename NX. There's no word on exactly what it is uh, or you know, when it's coming or anything like that, and they have no plans to discuss it until next year. Um, but it'll be, I think it'll be interesting to see what they do. I don't think we have anything to worry about with Nintendo. They have money to burn. Their portable line is definitely... like Apple, so... <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I guess. Uh, their, their portable line is unbeatable. Like, the 3DS always sells well. The new one is selling fantastically, you know... I think Nintendo is going to be fine. It'll be interesting to yeah. see how all of these business moves play out for them. But I think I think we should move on from Nintendo. I think we've argued about it long enough. Let's talk about. Let's uh, talk about my favorite my favorite thing in the whole wide world. One yes. thing that can never disappoint, and that is Star Wars. We're going to talk about Star Wars, guys. Once again. Everybody knows I'm a huge Star Wars fan. And, you know, we mentioned in our discussion about Nintendo that, you know, uh, talking about existing franchises. Well, you know what? There's something that we're going to talk about now. We haven't talked about a whole lot. And a lot of the Star Wars news that we talk about is around the movies and the TV shows and the books and the comics and all that. But we're going to talk about video games, Star Wars video games. And there's been not much to talk about in the past year or so ever since... um, Lucasfilm merged with uh, Disney for that lovely sum of about $3.9 billion. And uh, like myself, at first I was a little skeptical, but now I'm getting around to it. I'm actually liking the new universe. And the, they're going to start off their first official console game with Star Wars Battlefront. Now, anybody who's played Star Wars Battlefront in the past, you know what it's all about. It's a third-person shooter. Um, this time, I think they're going with a little bit more of a first-person. But we're not going to know. But you know who is going to know? The people at Celebration next month, those people are going to get their first look at Star the new game, the first full-fledged console game coming out. Um, what we do know is that the battles in this uh, in this game are going to be more are going to be spread across the entire saga, and uh, just not a just not a certain. Um, different parts um but other than that we don't know much about this game other than the fact that it's going to be a battlefront game and i am super excited with this or for this i can't wait to see it i'm willing to put money on it we're going to see it at e3 but uh but yeah i am i am super stoked for this this is this is my game this year so i'm i'm pretty excited as well i'm pretty sure it's going to be battlefield with star wars but i don't Mm. care i think that'll be fantastic i mean if you think about Battlefield, you're playing with vehicles. Star Wars has epic vehicles. I want to get Star Wars has, has, has so many vehicles to choose from. I want to get in an AT Walker and mow people down, running around, shooting people, stepping on them. I, I, I mean, I don't know if that'll be the case, but I'm pumped. I think, uh, I think Battlefront. I mean, EA has announced that Battlefront is their big game of the holiday season this year. Um, they just released Hardline, which is a Battlefield spinoff. Um, obviously, Battlefield Five is probably in development, but Battlefront Three, or I think they're just calling it Battlefront. The, they're, sch- 
their schedule is is obviously hardline, which by the way I'm playing right now and it's uh, it's pretty amazing. I'm I'm loving this single player campaign. I haven't really dug into the multiplayer a little bit, but it's good. Um, their their timeline right now for the games is that um, Battlefield Five will be coming out at some point or uh, in the next year or so, um, but probably around a 2016 is their game this year and we uh, a few years ago and i'm gonna get just off track for a couple for a minute but a few years ago we saw some uh, beta footage of what could have been battlefront 3 um battlefront 3 was always rumored after um battlefront 2 came out but unfortunately pandemic who was the company behind Battlefront One and Two? It closed, so the the thoughts of just ever having another Battlefront game just kind of flew away with them. But we did see some beta footage. It went from land, space to ship, and then back again. So there is so much that can be done in this game. The multiplayer, like the do with this game in terms of multiplayer, is endless, and. One thing we did not get to do in the old Battlefront games is get into an AT-AT. You were able to get into X-Wings. You were able to get into all the droid fighters. You were able to get into all of that. Able to get into an AT-AT in Hoth and stomp on people. So I am hoping, I'm really hoping that we're going to get a lot more vehicles in this game. Uh, that it's just We're going to have that land to space to ship kind of transitions. Um... Yeah, there's just endless possibilities they can do with this game. It is anybody who's listening who's a Star Wars fan start salivating right now because this I, game is going to be amazing. I think when we and the last thing I just want to mention about it before we move on is that I think the big thing to note is that it's purely going to be next gen, so Xbox One, PS4, and PC. So hopefully we get a bit more of a grand scale, uh, you know, something we haven't seen in Hardline or Battlefield Four because it was skewed back. Uh, for the previous generation of consoles as well, it was a it was yeah. a mixed bag. I think with uh, a purely next gen development title, we're going to see some amazing stuff. So I'm pretty excited. But I think that's enough Star Wars talk. I think we get it. We're we're pumped. <laughs> uh, uh, the last thing I'm just going to blow through this really quickly. Our last big talk was about Windows 10. Uh, they had two really big announcements for uh, for consumers. Uh, Steve, you probably won't have a lot to to talk about on this. So. Uh, I don't know how much you care about Windows 10 coming out, but uh, Windows 10, uh, they've announced that there is a possible release date for this summer. Uh, that's the rumored target, so that'll be interesting. I was predicting this fall because, you know, Microsoft tends to have a fall release for their Windows platform, but summer's good too, as long as it works. Uh, excuse me, they they also... <laughs> yeah, he, Steve's like, yeah, I don't care. Uh, no, I want a Mac. That's what Steve's thinking in his head. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm to the point right now where I've never been a big computer guy, ever. You know, as long as it works, it works. Um, the, the biggest part of this news that really excites me is the fact that it's actually going to be free for anybody who has a pirated copy. Awesome. Um, but other than that, you know, it really doesn't affect my life that much. So I just want so, I want I want Windows. Listen, Windows come out with a phone that is good, that has app support, like, and I'm talking like the same apps. Then we'll talk. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even gonna touch that. But anyway, uh, as Steve said, his audio is cutting out like crazy. So I, I think we're all going oh, to apologize, apologize for that. But anyway, his uh, Windows 10 is free. They announced for pirated users. So users who have pirated copies of Windows 7 and Windows 8.1 
will also get the upgrade for free. There's a bit of mixed bag on this. Uh, some consumers were about, uh, were up in a rage. They were like, oh, what? But I paid for my license. Uh, so this is really hard. Ars, Ars Technicana, I, or I think that's the website. I may have pronounced it correctly. But they have confirmed from Microsoft saying that, yes, pirated users will get the upgrade for free. However, only the software. Their licenses will be non-genuine, which means you will still, if you upgrade from a pirated version, you will see the non-genuine stamp most likely uh, on your desktop, uh, which means you won't be able to get Windows updates. Uh, so it's very interesting. I find it, uh, I mean, the move I thought was initially designed to bring customers into the Microsoft revenue stream because Microsoft's been switching to a very service-heavy system lately with Office 365, OneDrive, you know, products like that where you have to pay subscription fees, which is very much the standard quo nowadays uh, that you see uh, with, with any software bundle. Uh, I find it odd that instead of biting the bullet and having them say, okay, guys, we get it. You don't want to spend $300 for a license. Here's a free upgrade. We'll bring you into the revenue stream. You guys are customers now. Let's just move forward. Piracy happens. We're going to stop fighting it. Uh, so there's kind of taking a middle ground between fighting it tooth and nail and not fighting it. And I think that's the wrong move. Uh, I don't know. Time will tell. But those are the big Windows 10 announcements. Say with it what you will. I think we're going to end off uh, there. Uh, Steve, because your audio is cutting out like a mad asshole, I, I think I'll close off by saying, uh, guys, <laughs> uh, if you want to keep up with the latest news, please head to our website. It's www.thosegeek.com. And you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, it's facebook.com slash thosegeek and Twitter at thosegeek. Uh, we're kind of everywhere on the social platform, but uh, the big thing, too, if you want to keep watching episodes of Geek Out, uh, please subscribe to us on YouTube or SoundCloud, and whenever we post the videos, you'll get some access to it. You can hear us chatter, and you can hear how Steve needs a new computer because uh, his audio is terrible. But uh, anyways, guys, that's it for us. Uh, we'll see you next week with another episode, and hopefully Chris will be back, not burnt to a crisp. Goodbye.